0: Hello everybody and welcome back to Banks and Family Fun Time. This is episode 4 of our Dubs and Demons campaign. My name is Cody Banks I hosted this silly little podcast we got going on. I do not have much of an intro for y'all because you're going to hear once we get into the episode that I'll be doing a recap for the players themselves. So I just wanted to say thank y'all so much for tuning in. Hope you enjoy. Talk to you again at the end of the episode. So when we last left off, we were just getting the band together, not even getting it back together, just getting it together. Y'all are the inaugural members of the Paranormal Investigation Group, Dane County Sheriff's Department, uh, a.k.a. Pig. Our team consists of Hazel Merst, chosen one who'd been abducted by the aliens, who now works at a Dairy Queen in Belleville? It's hard to hold a job when you're crazy. <laughs> no judgment, like... <laughs> <laughs> Don't need to yeah. get defensive. We all we all got to hold down jobs. Also, Shannon Landerman, current night chef at uh, Monty's Blue Plate Diner, former police officer. Can we say let go for having a little too enthusiastic belief in the paranormal? Is that fair to say? I hesitantly agree. With <laughs> okay, spooky Jimmy Bianchi, Canic right down at the Miller Bottling Plant in Milwaukee. that works the night shift. Hey. <laughs> also got a dead ghost dad that he talks to who no one else can see. <laughs> Last, but certainly not least, we've got Frag, the <laughs> former angel now turned demonic humanoid who plays in a KISS cover band called the Drag Desk Dummies, may or may not be trying to bo- join band Garbage on the side. We'll see if that works out. Which member of KISS do you cosplay as? Gene Simmons, right? Because he was the bass player? Got called in on your first kind of, like, real mission to uh, investigate the mysterious murder of a a student at UW-Madison. He was attacked uh, right off Langdon Street, which is kind of like where Fraternity Row is. Bragg and Hazel went to the morgue, talked to the uh, coroner. He was saying that there was bite and scratch marks uh, consistent with, like, a badger, but, like, way bigger than a badger that anybody's ever seen before. Spooky and Shannon went down to... That sounds just like a like a sports talk show. Like it says Skip Bayless, like it's Spooky and Shannon. Like Spooky and Shannon,
1: uh, good morning.
0: Spooky and Shannon took the work rig, aka the R V out of the crime scene and did some uh, investigating and talking to people there. You found some fur, may or may not belong to a badger. Uh, you haven't really ran any sort of tests on it followed some tracks that led hazel to a uh, sewer grate uh, near the lake shore that had been like ripped out and it was like left this like big gaping hole in the street i knew spooky was gonna go down to college library and look up all the info he can on the american badger what were shannon and frag doing
2: i thought i was going to the library
0: too i think okay. you said you were just gonna walk to the
2: library yeah, yeah i'm gonna walk
0: It's probably going to take Spooky just as long just to find a parking spot for the RV as it would to walk. Oh, probably longer. I mean, parking that RV is a bitch. Spooky might just drive it up and just like park it on the street in front of College Library. And Frag, what are you doing? Uh,
1: Frag is uh, going down to the great, he's ready to take on whatever it is.
0: Okay. So I want to start with Spooky and Shannon at the library. So what do you do? You just got to College Library. Your RV is just like parked, like up on the curb outside college library. Jimmy would bust out, still wearing his Rick Moranis from uh, *Honey, I Shrunk the Kids* Ask helmet.
1: I'm
2: walking around. I do I run into any weird people along the way?
0: Well, I mean, I think what we decided, and this is like April, kind of like late spring. You know, college library is the main library on the UW campus. Almost always, somebody in there studying. Given the timeline, wrong. There's not anything unusual going on.
2: I want to look up if there are any professors that teach Wisconsin folklore.
1: Okay.
0: I don't think you would need to roll for that. So I think it's feasible to think that there's some like professor here who teaches that.
2: All right. So I, can, I find that professor.
0: Uh, it's pretty late in the night slash early in the morning.
2: I meant the name. I find oh, the name. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, Bill Gartner, uh, Professor William Gartner.
2: What up, Professor Billy?
0: <laughs> He's a very he was a very <laughs> to his name card?
2: Yeah. He's <laughs> just established. His
1: yeah,
0: I'm talking <laughs> card don't judge me <laughs> Bigger than you. Jimmy's not anywhere around you. <laughs> Shannon's off talking to himself in the directory <laughs> while yeah. Spooky is looking up facts about badgers. Spooky J would have just like, you know, busted in the library and gone up to the lady at the front desk, like, I don't have time for doing his goddamn decimal system. Point me towards your books on badgers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it sounds like you're kind of trying to be intimidating, so give me a demon's roll. Four and a five. I think my number was a four? And one success, so ask me a question, and after hearing my answer, you can change your action, if you like. Would they also have any books on the history of Bucky Badger himself? I think that's feasible. Oh, then I got a three and a five, so one success. So on a partial success, she's willing to point you towards just, like, the kind of general, like, biology slash wildlife ecology section. She did not take very well to your demanding tone, so she's not going to, like, walk you through, like, this is where the books on badgers are. Oh, nor do I want her to.
2: <laughs> so I'm going to walk over to him now. How could I help? I got, I already got a name for tomorrow.
0: You're asking me?
2: Yeah. Get out of my
0: way! I'm going to look up badgers! <laughs> yeah, so, like, Jimmy would be looking for info on, like, badger biology and ecology... Um, Just see if he can get any hints on tracking it where this giant badger might try to make its nest, that kind of stuff. This sounds like planning and research, so give me a Dove's Roll, and I'm going to give you three dice. And even on a failure, you're going to learn something. It's just kind of the level... Two, three, four. Two successes and a question. Are there any books in the library that focus on trapping large animals? You know, I don't think there's going to be one that's necessarily, like, a how-to guide to, like, hunting. But I imagine you could probably find something in, like, the ecology section about animal behavior or something like that. Give you clues as how to make, like, an animal trap. Or if there's, like, a survivalist guide somewhere in the library, like... Sure, I think that tracks. i am trying to track that down as well. Sure. Five. So, two out of three. Still a success. With two successes, basic sort of uh, behavioral facts... They're nocturnal, they're territorial. A normal badger has a territory of about three to four square miles, depending on the availability of food. We're also able to look up some kind of biological and physiological facts about them. They have acute hearing and excellent sense of smell, poor eyesight. They can run up to 20 miles for short periods of time. They can be either solitary animals, they can be like communal, and they live in burrows called sets, and then they can form clans called seats. And these burrows can be very intricate. They're underground. They can sort of tunnel like dozens of different, like, you know, entrances and exits. And they're very elaborate sort of constructions that these badgers form underground. They keep their sets, you know, relatively clean or seat. They're burrows. <laughs> they do not defecate nor eat inside of their burrows. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's helpful.
2: I want to look up where they're most likely to have burrows, like where.
0: Badgers, there actually aren't any badgers in Wisconsin, or at least they're not native. God! Uh, we got the UW Badgers as the mascot because it came from coal mining, I believe, and the coal miners sort of had a reputation for being very, like, adamant diggers, so they got kind of got nicknamed Badgers.
2: Is there a section of blueprints for the city sewer system in the library?
0: I, I don't think so. That sounds like something <laughs> that would be about, like, the city... Yeah, I think you'd have to go like, city planning office. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, I'd be like City Hall. Like, this is like a, it's literally called College Library. It's mostly textbooks.
2: We have walkie-talkies,
0: right? Yeah. Right. I'm
2: going to send Shannon and Spooky. I'm going to buzz both of them to see if I can get one of them to respond.
0: <laughs> okay, yeah, because I think yeah. this is probably a good time to cut over to Hazel and Frag. What were you doing?
2: I want to buzz them on the horn to find out if they found any stories about because we are paranormal investigators
1: are you wanting ghost badgers
2: yes i'm wondering if they (laughs) could do some research on ghost badgers or ghost creatures haunting madison
0: we can get back to that in a second but i do want to check in with you guys and see what you're doing so what were you doing prior to uh getting on the horn
2: now how many cops are there
0: I think at this point, like, you know, the investigators that had been at the initial crime scene, because I think you said you alerted them to what happened over here. I believe Officer Gowan, officer in charge. So, you know, it wouldn't be hard for you to get them over here and be like, yo, check this out.
2: One of the questions, sewer Great has
0: been ripped off. I think just by looking at it, you can tell that it's more or less been ripped out of the ground. It's not something a person could do, obviously. There's just big hole entrance. Then. large enough that like a person could easily fit through it
2: hazel is gung-ho to go down into the sewer just to see if i can see any signs
0: yeah i mean jamie would radio in be like yeah you're probably looking for some kind of excavation they got bad eyesight great hearing you got any like stink bombs looking at you frag
1: yeah i'd be happy to drop down in there i've got guns and uh acid some, some I throw, some I take. <laughs> Just got to make
0: sure I don't mix the two up. Okay, Just, uh, good to
2: know. I got nothing for you guys. I'm going to meet up with that professor in the morning.
1: We're ready to drop in, aren't we, babe? Uh, uh, Hazel. Miss Babe. Miss Babe Those comments, you can go first. Wish
0: me luck dropping down in. So, Frag, you dropped out into the uh, sewer line.
1: Luminescent things around my neck, too.
0: Like a glow stick? Like Raver Kid style? So you've got your glow stick necklace on, and it's providing some dim light. You know, you can see maybe a foot or two in front of you. Might make it a little hard to see.
1: Oh, okay. Well, in that case, I have to break out. My, I do have one flashlight.
0: Right. I think it's safe to assume that a cop has a flashlight. Yeah, you turn on your flashlight. So at this point, Hazel, have you also jumped into the sewer? Or are you letting Frag take point?
2: Oh, Frag is definitely taking point. I'm assuming there's a ladder.
0: Are you on the ladder? Well, yeah. No, so this if, isn't like you didn't go down like a manhole cover. I was imagining barred sewer grates in like the the curbside. Yeah, we're just dropping into a pit. Yeah, oh, this okay. is not something that's been like designed for access.
2: Hazel is survivalist. She's not going to drop down into a hole if there. She can't means to get back up.
0: Okay, so what do you do?
2: Uh, I stay on the surface and look down with my flashlight to see, peeking in and looking around, to see if I see any, marks.
0: Okay, so that sounds like a combination of cautious actions and research. Roll me two dice. That's a Dove's roll.
2: Partial success. Three
0: and a six. I think with a partial success, you find tough to fur. Just quickly examining it, it looks like the one that the CSI found at the original crime scene.
2: Look at this. I think we're on the right track, guys.
0: Frag is down in the sewer. Hazel found a tough Fur that looks like it, at least from a quick ocular pat down, it looks like it matches a fur found at the initial crime scene, and you're kind of showing that to Gowen, and he's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, that uh, that looks like what we got here." So, Frag, what are you doing? Are you just kind of walking down the sewer?
1: Do I see which way any footprints might have
0: led? I mean, there's like water kind of flowing that's probably at least like you know ankle high, so there's not really any like footprints,
1: and nothing along the uh, sewer walls that give me a clue about which way to go.
0: Based on, like, the orientation of, you know, the street you were on, you know, you were right on the lake right before you jumped down. You know that, like, basically, if you face the way that isthmuses are sort of oriented, like, northwest, you'd be pointing towards the lake. You're not very far from where it's kind of draining. And then to the southeast would be, like, back towards, like, the center of the isthmus. I'm going to head north towards the lake. You don't really like find anything there. There's there's maybe like a half block between you and the pipe or whatever kind of dreamy. Like I head
1: back to where the grade is and uh, yell up at Hazel. Like it was all clear in that direction.
2: Um, can we hear anything?
0: Dad, can you just give me a Dove's dice roll. But I'm going to give you three dice, because I see this being research-slash-cautious action. I rolled a six, one, and a two. Dad, you're a two. You are the only one who is actively identified as a demon, demographically. <laughs> okay, right, so, I mean, you have at least one success, and you get to ask me a question.
1: Do I have a weapon that might be affected down here in the sewer if I encounter
0: something? You certainly might. <laughs> I'd be really disappointed if you didn't. I'm loaded. All right, so what do I hear? Well, you gotta re-roll your two. I rolled a three. Okay, so with a partial success, you hear something coming from inland. <laughs> right there. All right, Hazel, I hear
1: something towards Isthmus. I'm ready to move in that direction. Oh, great! All right. <coughs> Moving forward.
2: Hazel is survivalist, and inside her pack is something like a Bowie knife. I jump down with. Frag, I have my knife in one hand and my flashlight in the other.
1: You want a gun? Oh, thanks.
0: So so, so Hazel's like got... rock like she doesn't use a gun.
2: <laughs> I am I am ignoring Frag and saying that I really don't want to use fond of the idea of using a gun in a concrete bunker where the the bullets might ricochet back to it.
0: I believe the term is ricochet. <laughs> Ricochet, that's the term I was thinking. <laughs> Sashay, it's undoing a uh, dance.
2: <laughs> it's a very distinct walk, thanks
0: very yeah. much. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Jesus, didn't know I had Sachet advocates in the crowd. All right, so yeah, you guys are in the uh, storm drain. You hear a, like a scurrying coming from like inland direction. Does
2: it sound like rats or does it sound like a bigger creature?
0: I think even with a partial success, you could tell it sounds larger than a rat.
2: Behind fries. right. We're moving
0: sorry. You guys move down the hallway, or not the hallway, but I mean, you move down the uh, storm drain until you kind of reach this sort of impasse that's kind of like a fork in the road. You either can go to the left or to the right, kind of standing there at, at this sort of, like this T in the uh, section where you can go in either left or right. Piece of chalk
2: marking on the side of where we've been.
0: Bragg's in <laughs> that's such a
1: good idea. He spits on the other side of the wall. <laughs> I mean,
0: I guess it's better than any other bodily fluid. They probably yeah. could hear Jimmy just like coming in sporadically, like forgot to k- k- might be k- packed k- more than one. <laughs> <laughs> and I think uh, in that moment, as I imagine, it would probably be Hazel's kind of fiddling with the radio because I imagine Frag probably doesn't have time for such things. So like Hazel's kind of like fucking around at the radio and it's like, what was that, Jimmy? Come in. And then all of a sudden you hear this growl from behind you guys. Whatever direction you decided to go in, it's coming from the other direction, and it's behind you. And all of a sudden, Frag, give me a demon's roll with one dice. What is it? It's a... Sounds like a large animal, based on what you can hear. Four! right. so with a partial success, this thing slams in from behind, like whatever it is. It's big, it's hairy, it's got sharp claws that you can feel kind of swipe at you. You can kind of hear as it just like, it just barely kind of misses you. That kind of like whoosh, comes by you and you get like knocked to the ground pretty hard um, and you kind of face plant in the water for a second, but you don't necessarily get bit or like scratch or anything. Hazel, what do you do?
2: We had made a choice to go one direction or another. I was letting frag, frag lead. So if it came at us from behind, it hit me first. Would that mean that we both went down?
0: Give me a demon's roll if one dice. Two. I'm yeah. a five. Okay, so you rolled a two. So you got a failure. So you got swiped with a claw in your arm, and you also dropped your flashlight in the water, too. So you can't see what the hell this thing is. Yeah, basically clawed you and then rammed into Dad and knocked him on the ground. Uh, and you hear, like, snarling. What do you do?
2: I uh, uh, clutch my knife, I I'm, and I'm just swinging.
0: Okay. I'm going to say give me another demon's roll with one die, because this definitely does not sound like something you were prepared to do.
2: Five. So I get to ask a question. Is there any ambient light down here at all?
0: No, I mean, not really. It was the middle of the night when you dropped down there, and now you're, like, in a storm drain, like, underground. Light sort of, like, emanating from the flashlight that you dropped in the water below you, but it's not necessarily providing you a lot of visual cues. What are we smelling? Well, oh, you asked me one question, so you get to read Two.
2: I feel.
0: So as you're kind of swinging around blindly, this large paw reaches out and it hits you and the gut and kind of like get the wind knocked out of you. Frag, you're on the ground. You just got knocked over. Might be like a little bit dazed, but you're otherwise unharmed. Like, what do you do?
1: I just basically roll over and in the direction of that growling, I'm just shooting.
0: It doesn't necessarily sound like you're prepared, but being a hunter, I think this is kinda of your bread and butter. So I'll give you two dice on a demon's roll.
1: Okay, I got a four and a two. I'll go
0: with what mom said. Do I smell anything? You smell, I mean, sewage, what smells like a like animal smell. Yeah. Like, okay. I don't think you like track wild animals necessarily. Probably don't Pretty. smell much when your like face is down in the water initially. I got
1: a success and
0: a fail. So on a partial success, you're just kind of like I imagine you just kinda of roll over in your back and like what, what kind of what kind of guns you got, bro?
1: Nine millimeter just shooting away.
0: All right. So you roll on your back, you got your sidearm, and you just you just start letting bullets fly. Kind of like in the movies, you know, every gunshot, like, you know, it was like a flash of light that like lets you see yeah. for like a split second. And you can see yeah. this silhouette, what looks like a large furry creature that's like, it's. you can see it like the kind of light reflecting off its eyes. You can see it's got big teeth and it's snarling at you. And you, uh, I'll say you kind of clip it with one or two of the rounds that you pop off. It's still very angry, and but less aggressive. You can definitely tell that it did not enjoy getting shot in one of its appendages. You can see it lurches back a little. Two of your rounds kind of clip it in like front paw.
2: I was just gonna ask if we have any idea of its dimensions. Is it bigger than us,
0: smaller than us? It's on forelegs. It's probably slightly smaller, but if you were to imagine it sort of like stand back on its rear legs, It would probably be maybe at, like, your shoulder?
2: Still pretty big for a badger. Uh, And I also want to point out that I'm a survivalist. All my stuff is waterproof, so my flashlight is still glowing underwater, and I can see it and reach down and pick it up.
0: Okay. Yeah, you do that.
2: And I point it toward the creature to try and get a better idea of it's heading away from us and not back toward us, and to see if there's anything else about it that I can...
0: Yeah, so at this point, I kind of imagine it standing in between you two, a rushed uh, frag. It kind of would have knocked you aside, and it's not standing between you two. And yeah, so you point your light at it, and this does indeed look to be like an enormous American badger. It's got sort of classic like sort of face shape and pattern and it's uh like and its fur and not only is it just big but it's also kind of like gnarly and mutated like its fangs are like not only are its fangs like huge not jagged but like like all fucked up uh and like pointing all over the place and its claws are grotesquely razor sharp it's like fur is kind of all matty and dreaded in some ways and it just like just looks like a, like, not, it's not just a big badger. Like, this is, like, a monstrous sort of animal. And when you shine your light on it, even though it does not have great eyesight, it, like, turns around and kind of like... Like I don't know if they hiss, but it, like growls at you, let's say. And then I think, you know, after taking this wound and this light is sort of caught off guard, it's gonna sort of leap over frag and start booking it down a sewer away from you guys. Did we hear That's any like, of this picturing like sitting in the library and like accidentally have the volume turned up way too loud in my walkie-talkie, so all of a sudden you just hear gunshots? Whether or not you heard anything it would depend on whether or not Hazel was actively trying to contact you guys during the uh, during the combat encounter.
2: I think I probably put the walkie-talkie away uh, when I realized that we weren't going to be able to get reception, at hearing him kind of cutting out while Spooky was telling us about the fact that badgers travel in past. We picked up that much, but we didn't hear anything else, so I, I, I don't have enough hands to have the walkie-talkie out.
0: I think it's safe to say that you might have heard gunshots, though, over at College Library. Frag and Hazel, do you just kind of regroup now that the creature seems to be trying to escape, or what do you do next? All right, and that's going to do it this week for Doves and Demons. Thank you so much for tuning in. You could do us all a favor, and please, uh, if you have an iTunes account, please rate and review. Give us some honest feedback. Let us know if there's anything that we could be doing better for you all to improve your listening experience. And if you're enjoying, you know, please tell your friends, family, anybody who you think might enjoy our little program here, uh, just tell them to search for Bankston Family Fun Time on SoundCloud, Stitcher, or iTunes. We would really appreciate y'all helping us out in any way you can. That'll do it for us this week. We'll talk to you next time. Bye.